Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... E.G. Marshall. We marvel at those people who possess what is known as second sight, or the ability to see that which is not present. And well we may, for there are so many of us who don't even have first sight, and either cannot or will not see what is actual, visible, and tangible, and standing right there in front of our noses. Papa, I won't marry him. What's wrong with him? Nothing's wrong with him. Then why do you object, Maria? I don't love him. Well, of course not. How could you love him? Love comes after marriage, not before. Papa, I'm warning you. If you try to make me marry him, I'll... I'll... You'll what? I don't know, Papa. But I'll do something. mystery drama, Madame Sirocco, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Earl Hammond and Bryna Rayburn. I'll be back shortly with Act One. original settlers built their first log cabins and then tore them down to build huge Victorian mansions. The old settlers moved away and new settlers took their places. They were mostly from Central Europe and they still proudly maintain many of the customs of the old countries. The old mansions had been cut up into apartments. All of them except the great house on Taylor Place. It belongs to Johannes Svetik who came here many years ago with nothing. By dint of labor, energy, and intelligence, he created a thriving business and bought this home to be his very own. And yet, while he has achieved the American dream, in so many respects, he is still very much old country. Your soup, Papa. Why are you serving the supper, Maria? Oh, uh... Trying to help Lena again? It isn't right. It's her job. You must learn how to treat servants properly or else they walk all over you. Well, Lena isn't here, Papa. No, why not? Her night off is Sunday. Well, she wasn't feeling well. How do you know? She said so. <sighs> and so you let her go? To the doctor, Papa. But she did cook supper first. Yes. If she weren't such a good cook, she'd be out of here long ago. I'll talk to her when she gets back. Now, let me tell you what happened today. Peter Benko came to the shop to see me. You wonder what he uh, came to see me about? Oh, no, Papa. Well, he came to see me about you. He likes you very much. What have you got to say about that, huh? Well, that's... that's nice. He wants to marry you. But, Papa... He's an old man. Old? What do you mean, old? Oh, he, 
My father was 75 when he married his third wife, and he had two more children. I only feel that... Old. When a man is old, he has experience and knowledge. I think people do not know how to get old in America. Peter Benko is not an old man. Oh, Papa. Can he be more than ten years older than you? No. Well, so what's the matter? Well, he behaves like an old man. And besides... I don't love him. What kind of stupid thing is that to say? Oh, please, Papa. Of course you don't love him. How could you love him? You don't really know him. But you'll love him later. Later, after you've had his children and cooked his supper. That's when married people get to know each other and love each other. Ask me. I've been married two times. I love both my wives. But later... Love comes later. But, Papa, that's not the way they do things oh, here. Sure, here they do things better, huh? With the divorces and separations and living together. One day with this one, one day with that one. Here it's better, huh? No, Papa. Maria, you know I want to do what is best for you, huh? Yes. So trust me. Say you trust me. I, I know the best. He is a man going to make you happy. Come. Say you're going to trust me, huh? Yes, Papa. Thursday night, he'll be here for supper. All right, Maria? All right. Maria, you're going to be happy. Hey, well, where are you going? I'm not hungry, Papa. I think I'll go for a walk. A walk where? Uh, just down the block. Maybe I'll go see my friend Sophie. All right. Just don't stay out too late now. So, how are you this morning, Lena? Me? Ah, oh, I got the miseries. It is not Maria's business to serve me my supper. My sister was sick last night. Maria says you told her you were sick. We were both sick. I pay you very good money. I think I'm going to quit. Uh, now, Rita, you, you mustn't be too quick, Champlain. I've been working all my life. It's too much. You want eggs? Why, uh, why isn't Maria eating breakfast? Because she isn't here, that's why. Why would she go so early in the morning? She, she knows I want her to always have breakfast with me. You must have forgot. She wasn't even home last night. Well, yeah, after supper, she went to her friend Sophie's house. And then she stayed over. What are you saying? Well, she must have. I came back late. Must have been half past one, two o'clock in the morning. I passed by her room. The door was open. I could see she wasn't in bed. Well, she didn't say to me she would stay over. Hey, she's 21 years old, you know. Why didn't she tell me? This this uh, friend is Sophie. What, what, what is her number? It's on the telephone table. She really should have told me. Uh, what does this say? Hi. Hello? Yeah? Is this... Maria's friend, Sophie? Oh, yeah, who's this? This is Maria's father, Mr. Slavik. I should like to speak to Maria. Maria? She's not here. Oh, I see. She's already left for home, huh? No, I mean, she hasn't been here. Wait, wait. Uh, she, she didn't stay at her house last night? Mr. Slavik? Mr. Slavik? 
Mr. Svetik. We're here to help you. My name is Lieutenant Luther. We will do everything we can. Have you ever lost a daughter? Well, now, we don't know that you've lost But where can she be? Uh, what time did she leave the house? It was, uh, maybe seven, half past. Uh... Mm-hmm. And where was she going? For a walk. To see her friend, Sophie Demchuk. Uh, who lives where? Well, on uh, Pershing Street. It's, it's just two blocks. But she, uh, she didn't go there. Well, where did she go? I, I don't know. Well, has she ever left the house before like this? I mean, without telling you what her plans were. My daughter's still a young girl. She does not make plans without telling me. Uh, she is over 21. She still lives under my roof. Uh, do you have any idea where she might have gone? No. Well, could she have visited uh, a relative or another friend? Oh, no, no. She would have told me. Mm-hmm. And what was she wearing? What was she wearing? Yes. Well, I, I don't know. What? We're sitting at the table having supper. Surely you notice. Well, a brown sweater mm-hmm. and a brown skirt, I think. Now, did she have any boyfriend? No, she had no time for, for foolishness. Besides, she was engaged to be married. Huh? To whom? Mr. Peter Benko. It, uh, it was something we would announce later. Uh, uh, did she have any money? Money? Well, uh, why would she need money? Well, if, uh... <clears throat> If she's running away, she needs money. No, she is not running away. Why? I don't know. She was happy, very happy. Was she? I, I, I don't know. Is it possible for a woman ever to be happy? Is, uh, is there anyone at all who could give me any useful information? I don't know. I don't know. I'm the cook. Uh, who else lives in this house? Just the three of us. Pretty big place. Oh, a lot of work. I've got to get someone in all the time to help clean. It ain't easy. Now, you say you came home between one and uh, two in the morning. Yeah. And you passed by her room and noticed that she wasn't there. Now, uh, did you think that it uh, might have been out of the ordinary? Yeah. Well, why didn't you do something? Do what? Wake up the old man and say, hey, where's Maria? If she wasn't home, she must have spent the night elsewhere. With a friend. I see. Did she do that often? Mm, not often enough. What does that mean? Oh, it's a wonder she didn't go crazy around here. Why? Well, you spoke to the old man. You got the picture. Mm. Do you think that she, uh, that she ran away? She should have. But no, I don't think so. Why not? How could she run away? She was scared of the whole world. Besides, where could she go? Mm. What do you think happened? I think somebody's got her. I mean, what else makes any sense? Well, Mr. Bellino, last night at about uh, 8 o'clock, you were closing the store. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, 8 o'clock. Yeah. And as you were closing the door... You saw Maria Svetik. Yeah, that's right. Did she say anything to you? Oh, sure, sure. Polite she is. She she said, uh, good evening, Mr. Bellino. Mm. Did she stop to talk? No, no, she kept walking. <sighs> Do you have any idea where she might have been going? No, I don't. Yes, well, did she seem upset in any way? No, I thought she was okay. I see. Now, where was she headed? Well, just down the block. 
You didn't uh, hear anything that might suggest that uh, she might have run into trouble? No. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Bellino. I, uh, I hope I've been a help. Oh, he was strict with her. I mean, she really had to walk the line. Yes, well, Miss Demchuk, do you know where she could have gone? I can't imagine. Uh, was she really unhappy at home? Well, if it was me, I would have walked out long ago. I see. Well, she didn't work. Uh, what did she do with herself all day? Oh, she read books. She watched the TV. She got the movies. I see. Was this enough for her? Maybe not, but it was what her father wanted. He wanted to keep her home, away from, well, all the uh, corruption influences. Oh? She wasn't allowed to have any boyfriends? Oh, she was allowed, but the old man made it so tough on everybody. If you can get the picture. Yes, yes, her fiancé, uh, Mr. Benko. Yeah. Well, he's got money, and he isn't really a bad guy, but he's no young girl's idea of excitement. Actually, I don't know why you're asking all these questions. You don't? No. What's the use? She was walking down the street, and some guy, you know the kind of weirdos we've got running around loose, one of them just did away with her. I mean, what else could have happened? What could have happened? Here we have shy, retiring Maria Svetik, a girl who is so completely dominated by her father, she's almost afraid to breathe without his permission. And yet she told him she was going to one place, and she obviously had plans to be somewhere else. Are there hidden facets to Maria Svetik? Act two may yield the answer. John Lyley. Well, actually, what he said was, where yon brook runneth smoothest, there is the water deepest, which amounts to the same thing. Sometimes noise and movement are merely false faces for true inactivity and emptiness. You may find the greatest turbulence deep in the hidden and quiet places. I hope you have news for me, Lieutenant. Well, I am. I'm not sure, Mr. Swedek. I, I want you to look at this pocketbook. Oh. Do you recognize it, Mr. Swedek? Sure, it uh, it belongs to Maria. Are you positive? Yes, yes, I remember. She she said she had to have a new bag, a, a navy blue bag, you know. And I, I I remember I said, here's money, and she brought it home. Well, where where did you find it? Uh, just a block away from Bolino's candy store. It was turned into the station house. And there was nothing in it. Well, it's her. Uh, must be five years old, more, maybe. What are you going to do now? Well, this proves that when she got about a block away from the candy store, she just vanished. But people live there. Some, somebody must have seen something or heard something. Oh, we have been all through the neighborhood. We've been asking anybody who has any information at all to come forward. Yeah? We're doing everything we can. 
My little girl has been away for three days, Lieutenant. I am not blaming you, but I must do something. Try something else. I'm here again, Miss Demchik. Hey, it's okay, Lieutenant. I was hoping that something might have occurred to you that just might help us. I don't know. I, I, I've been trying to think. Anything. I mean, anything. Any little incident. Uh, perhaps something that seemed insignificant at the time. Yeah, I know what you mean. Did, did she mention any names? Of whom? Of anybody. No, we just talk about, you know, the usual things. Mm-hmm. Most of the time we listen to records, watch the TV and so forth. Uh, now, Miss Demtrick, uh, look, try to think along these lines. Uh, she was a girl who always obeyed her father, right? Oh, yeah. yeah and now, do you, uh, to the best of your knowledge, know of any time when she had disobeyed? Oh, no. Did she ever lie to him? I, I don't think so. She wouldn't. I, I guess she's the kind who couldn't. But she did. The other night. Now, she told him she was coming here. Evidently, she had no intention of doing that. Where could she have been going? I don't know. Well, what could she have been thinking about? She, I don't have any idea. Now, Miss Demchik, hmm? you're the only young person I can talk to. Now, she had no other friends. I have to know what was in this girl's mind. Older people, or her father, the cook, Lena, you see, they live in a different world. Oh, they sure do. Well, what does that mean? Well, nothing, really. It's just... And the older a person is, the less he or she remembers how it was to be young, you know? Yeah, but uh, she confided in you, now, didn't she? Confided? No, you couldn't say that. But you were her closest friend. <sighs> yeah. Well, wouldn't she tell you things? Now, I-, I think she was afraid. Afraid of what? Afraid maybe I'd laugh at her. Oh, I never would, but she was so sensitive, and maybe she was afraid I'd laugh at her father. Maybe he gave her a hard time, but he was still her father. Was she afraid of anything else? Now think. Anything in her manner that might have suggested something was really bothering her? Maybe. I guess she seemed kind of sad about something. Yes? Well, that's it. Sad? And you you can't tell me why? I'm sorry, Lieutenant, but I really wish I could. It's just... I can't figure it out either. Yes, well, all right, all right. Thank you, Miss Demchuk. If you hear anything or find out anything, please let me know. Oh, sure. But, Lieutenant, what does she have to say about all this? What does who have to say? This lady, you know, the one Mr. Svetik asked to help out. What lady is this? Oh, I read it in today's paper. Her name is uh, Madame Sirocco. Madame Sirocco? Yeah. Wait a sec. If, you see? Here, here it is. You see, a uh, uh, desperate father enlists aid of psychic. Madame Sirocco agrees to establish spiritual contact with missing girl. Uh, Mr. Sredick, now this is crazy. Maybe. Now these, the, look, these people. They prey on people like you who, who are deeply troubled. But she is a good woman. How do you know? I know. I, I, I know. You can feel these things. Oh, boy. Uh, Mr. Sredek, I could show you hundreds of cases in the files. If you could show me my daughter, this would not be necessary. Madame Sirocco is a con artist. Hello. 
Are you talking about me? Uh, then who are you? Madame Sirocco. I am working for Mr. Svetik. You mean you're working on Mr. Svetik? Lieutenant, this fine woman is a guest in my house. Uh, uh, Mr. Svetik, uh, could you excuse us for just a minute? I'd, I'd like to talk to this lady in private. Mm, sure, sure. And you should help each other. What are you doing here? He hired me. Now, now, just, just a minute. You're not doing too well, Lieutenant. Why don't we compare notes? Compare notes on what and why? At this time, we happen to be two of a trade. We're both looking for the same person, mm -hmm. Maria Svetik. Uh, what did you say your name was? Madame Sirocco. Madame Sirocco. Mm. Uh, uh, what does Sirocco mean? A warm wind from the east. Oh, well, I'll tell you what else it means. It means your real name is Thelma Heffinger. Why did you change it? Is it illegal to change one's name? No, no, but it is suspicious. Now, madam, a hustle is a hustle. But to take advantage of a father's vulnerability... I am only trying to help. What you are doing is illegal. Is it? I only promised I would reach his daughter spiritually, Lieutenant. I approach you filled with the spirit of cooperation. This is a job for scientific police work. Has scientific police work yielded any tangible results so far? Let me contact her spirit. Contact her spirit? You have not been able to contact her body. <sighs> Look, I really don't have time for this kind of nonsense. <sighs> Lieutenant, why do you fight me? Why do you refuse to open your mind to an infinite variety of other possibilities? Madam, I am telling you, watch your step. <laughs> Luther. Uh, uh, no, 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 sir. No, no, sir, Inspector. No, no, no. We don't have any leads, and we don't have any clues. No, and we don't even have any theories. But we are doing the best we can. Yes, 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 Inspector. Absolutely, sir. Just, just as soon as possible. What does he want? Miracles? If you analyze certain miracles. <laughs> How did you get in here? You will see where they have a basis in rationality. What do you want? You are in trouble, aren't you? Mm. You have nothing to show for your investigation. You have not developed the proper spiritual envelope. Oh, I'll have to ask you to leave. Will that make you feel better? Oh, you bet. Why don't you like me? I'm really a very pleasant person. That's because I am in tune with the spirits. I have the psychic support of the universe. I offer it to you. To answer your question, why I don't like you? You are building up her father's hopes, and it's wrong. Because I don't think he'll ever see his daughter again. Well, I do. Somebody got a hold of her. You're saying she was kidnapped? No, 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 no there'd be a note. This is worse. You're saying she is dead? I'm saying I'm very much afraid. Oh, let me help you. If she is dead, you have nothing to lose. Oh, how can I be a party to this kind of mumbo-jumbo? No one will ever know that you and I are working together. Why, why do we have to work together? You say you can contact her spirit. What do you need me for? Oh, go ahead. Hold your seance or whatever it is you do and find her. Who's stopping you? I need your help. 
You do? The more facts I know, the more steeped I can become in the spirituality. Oh. Let it be our secret, Lieutenant. Mm -hmm. What do you have to lose? Tell me everything you know. Uh, it, add, it, it adds up to exactly this now. Maria Smedic, age 21, blonde hair, blue eyes, height 5 feet 6, weight 115, wearing a uh, brown skirt and brown sweater, uh, carrying a navy blue bag, walks out of the house at 7.30 at night. She is last seen by a storekeeper three blocks away. Now, four blocks away, her purse is found empty, period. There, sir. What do you make out of that? May I see the purse? What for? Because it was part of a configuration that made up Miss Maria Svetik at a certain place at a given point in time. Mm, all right, all right. I've got it in the drawer here. Here you are. I see. Well, what do you see? A great deal. <laughs> oh, I am sure you do. Uh, have you made uh, spiritual contact yet? Huh? I am approaching the outer zone. Hey, good. Come with me. Where? Out to the Svetic house and up to her room. Why? Isn't it obvious? Oh, to me, the only thing that's obvious is that I am falling for a hustle. And that's because I'm at square one and ground zero. I'm grabbing at straws. All right, wh 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 why do we have to go to her room? I have already been there. And I must see it for myself. It's where she lived, spent most of her life. And it's where her hopes, her dreams, her plans were formed. <sighs> Maybe I shouldn't have asked. I am reaching out to her spirit. Sure. But spirits can only respond to familiar nuances. Is that so? Her spirit and mine must be perfectly in tune. I must familiarize myself with the people and the things in her life. I must feel those emanations that still remain in her room. Well, I must say, Madame Sirocco, you have got a line of patter that could make you a fortune. <laughs> Provided you don't get yourself arrested first. That's always the possibility. And there's always a possibility that she could surprise us all as well. There is such a thing as psychic phenomena in this world. Even the people who deny it, deny it so vehemently that it's possible they protest too much. Well, we still have the third act. on the one hand and the supernatural on the other. That is, if you must have neat and concise labels for things. But the basic problem is that things will defy neat and concise definitions. Things cannot be conveniently cubbyholed. Sometimes it is science that offers us the unfathomable mystery, while the supernatural presents us with a logical conclusion. This is her room. Uh, yeah, I have been through it. What were you looking for? Clues. I couldn't find a thing. Ah, but this room abounds in clues. See, 
How charming. What lovely taste this girl has. What an artistic use of color and design. How neatly everything is kept. Oh, look at those attractive handbags and shoes. How all of her accessories match. Mm -hmm, But I am talking about clues that give me a lead. Ah, yes. But they have given me a lead. Yes, the component parts of her spirit begin to form themselves. Oh, is that a fact? Yes, and I feel that I shall be able to reach out to her very soon. I can only say I hope so. Yes, the positive vibrations, they become stronger. Uh, uh, Look, 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 don't don't put on this act for my benefit. You have spoken to whom? Everybody. And what have you learned? I told you, nothing. I have already spoken with her father. And the servant, Lena. I have learned a great deal. Such as? It is all part of the force that is building within me to make my spirit known to hers. That's an answer you don't get to hear every day. I have yet to speak with Mr. Bellino and with Mr. Peter Benko. Mm. Well, I wish you all the luck in the world. And I have to warn you. Again. Do not imply that you are working in an official or even an unofficial capacity with the police. Yeah, I see her. You uh, writing this up for a paper, huh? Yes. I am gathering material. Yeah, well, uh, the name's Bellino, Vincent Bellino. Yes, Mr. Bellino. Uh, you did see Marie Svetik. Yeah, yeah, just for a minute. Less. Just long enough to say hello. Long enough to be sure it was Maria Svetik. Oh, sure. To see what she was wearing. Yeah, uh, Brahm. And she still had the purse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember. She, um, she was holding the pocketbook. Her manner. Did she appear to be upset? <laughs> That's what the cops asked. Was she upset? No, no, I wouldn't say so. You are sure? Yeah, positive. She just gave me that same nice smile and said, Good evening, Mr. Bellino. <laughs> so, she did not appear to be disturbed in any way. Yeah, that's right. And looking back at it now, don't you think that might be rather odd? Oh, why, why would I think so? Well, she's very carefully raised. She's probably doing something for the first time in her life. She's about to disobey her father. When she passed your store, she had already disobeyed him. She was not headed for her friend Sophie's house. I would imagine she would be disturbed in some way. Yeah, now that you mention it, I wonder what that means. We are reaching for the answer, Mr. Bellino. We have been guided to it in ways that are beyond human comprehension at this time. Yeah, whatever that means, it sounds pretty good to me. did you say you were? I am a friend of Mr. Svetik's. My name is Madame Sirocco. Please, please to come in. Thank you, Mr. Benko. I should be at my office, but I'm so upset about Maria. I uh, I don't know what to think. Uh, Maria, she's been missing four days by now. Mr. Benko... You are her fiancé. Well, it's not official yet. But you are the man in her life. Well, yes, yes, yes. Therefore, there is a closeness between you. And you should know more about her than anyone else. 
in certain ways. No, no, I didn't. I don't know her very well. But you want to marry her? Yes. Without knowing her? She is a good person. She must be. She comes from a good family. I am a good person. We would be good to each other. Why not get married? Yes, why not? Is something else more important? Didn't you ever talk to her? Oh, yes, yes. I would see her on the street. We would say hello, nice day. This kind of thing. Sometimes we would meet in church or at a society, you know, dances, parties. How often did you go out with her? She didn't go out very much. You're helping to find Maria. Yes. I'm so sorry. I haven't been able to tell you anything. I wouldn't say that, Mr. Benko. The fact is, you have told me everything. It's the lieutenant, yes? Madam, I'm afraid it's up to you. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm actually taking you seriously. But if this ever becomes known... I am your friend. Would I tell anybody? Perhaps the reward will help. What reward? I suggested to her father that he announce one. He did. Ten thousand dollars. Well, I hope it does something. Well, it might assist the spirits to assert themselves. You mean the spirits can be influenced by rewards? Oh, the spirits have motives that are too mysterious for any of us to comprehend. Uh, well, that reward had better not wind up in your pocket, Madam Sirocco. Why not? If I find Maria aesthetic, shall I not be entitled to it? Uh, I don't know. But you have to be doing something wrong. Besides, I won't keep the money. It will all go to the spirits. Sure. Shall you join me this evening? What for? For a meeting of the spirits. Uh, whose? Mine and Maria Svetik's. And uh, where is this meeting going to take place? I don't know yet. How can I predict what the spirits intend to do? Well, call me when you find out. Of course. Yes, yes, soldier low. Beginning, Madame Sirocco. Oh, hello. Do you know what time it is? It's only 1.30 a.m. You do go to bed early. Yeah. You asked me to call you when I found out where the spirits are going to meet. Would you care to be present? Uh, where? At the Svetic Mansion. At this hour? I'm sorry, I had nothing to say about the arrangements. Shall I see you? I waited outside for you. What are you going to do? Wake these people up? Oh, no. I have a key. How did you get a key? I told Mr. Svetik that I must be free to come and go at all hours in order to be free to coalesce, as it were, with the spirits. Oh, isn't this a magnificent place? Uh, yeah. Huge, lofty, filled with all sorts of 
Well, uh, spiritual debris. Are we going inside? Certainly. And not a sound now. Fortunately, there is a moon. We can see without turning on the lights. What do we do now? Well, we must go to the kitchen. Why the kitchen? Because that's where the spirits have decided to meet. Don't make a sound. They're through that door. How how could I ever write this up in a report? Why bother? Now, let us sit down at the table. What's going to happen? Wait and see. Okay. I'm waiting. Shh. What? What is it? I have reached her. You have? My spirit has reached hers. Yeah? Yes. We are making contact. The awareness is spreading between us. Hello, Maria. Hello. What is she saying to me then? Please, be quiet. These spiritual things are very tenuous. Yes, Maria. Yes. We mean you no harm. I know. His spirit is rather gruff, but... He's really a very nice man. Look, don't, don't involve me in this, huh? I am sorry, but you're here, and your spirit is very much a part of things. We are going to have much more than just the spirit. Oh, my goodness. Do you know what we are going to have? No. Materialization. Don't make a sound. Don't say a word. Lieutenant. Open. What? Why, it's... It's... It's Maria. Oh! What? What are you doing here? Oh, isn't it obvious? She's hungry. Go ahead, child. You are headed for the refrigerator. Don't let us stop you. Maria, where were you? She was here all the time. She was in the attic. Uh, no, 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 just a minute. Oh, please. I was so frightened. Frightened of what? That he would make me marry Peter Benko. You don't know. You don't understand. I don't want to marry Peter Benko. What is wrong with Peter Benko? Lieutenant. He's an old man. Well, he's not that old. But Papa wanted me to. And I can never say no to Papa. I... I just thought I would go away for a while, and maybe things would be different. What's all the noise down here? Uh, Maria! Papa! Maria! Where have you been? Papa, I've been thinking, Papa. Do you know what I have been going through for the past four days? Do you know what I have been going through for the past 21 years? Papa... I will not marry Peter Benko. Now, Maria, I know the man who's best for you. Maybe I don't want the man who's best for me. Maybe I want the man who loves me. Oh, isn't that foolish? Yes. And I don't care. I will not marry Peter Benko. If that's the way you feel about it, why didn't you say so? I did say so. You didn't say so loud enough, Mr. Svetik. I found your daughter. Yes. And maybe 
I found my daughter, too. No. Dinner is going to be on me, Lieutenant. After all, I just made $10,000. Yeah. So you see, the spirits did it after all. Oh, you're a fraud. But you're also something else. Oh, what is that? You are a better detective than I am. Oh, I should have put it together myself. Really? Do you know how to summon spirits? Oh, what spirits? The whole thing lies there like a rug. A kid like that, so terrified of the world. Where would she run to? Nowhere. She'd hide at home. In that enormous place, you could hide forever. Really? Yeah, no, no, she wouldn't go off willingly with a stranger. She'd, she'd have to be taken by force. Someone would have to have seen or heard something. I should have walked around that neighborhood. <laughs> I'll bet you did. Oh, I had to be familiar with the abode of the spirit. Mm. I would have learned that she could have doubled back and come home through a side door. And the payoff, the payoff, the blue purse... She was wearing brown. Why take a navy blue purse? Ah, she had good style sense. Uh, she wanted to leave the purse on the street to make it look as if she'd, uh, as if she'd been abducted. So she didn't take a purse that would go with her outfit, but the oldest one she had. Now, <laughs> am I right? Absolutely. And every one of those things... Is exactly what the spirits told me. Hey, hey, now, 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 look. You knew that she was in that attic all the time when you told her father to post that reward. You know, ethically, you swindled him. No. I educated him. For $10,000, he now knows his own daughter and maybe even himself. That is a reasonable amount, isn't it? Yes, and cheap at half the price, too. After all, some people pay dearly for lessons that come too late. We hope you've had a lesson. And in just a moment, you may also have a moral. supernatural are not sworn enemies. Actually, they are close working partners. Supernatural phenomena always have rational explanations, and scientific miracles, oh, consider that term for just a moment, scientific miracles. We use it so freely, and yet what a contradiction it is. Anyhow, scientific miracles are basically supernatural achievements. Think about it. Our cast included Brian Rayburn, Earl Hammond, Joyce Gordon, 
and William Griffiths. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. This seems to be the whole point of contention, Elwood. Did I do something? Well, did she? Well, yes. Obviously. But I'm not aware of having done anything. It doesn't alter the fact. Even if it were an unconscious act, it would still disqualify her for the position. Mr. Townsend, I wish you would tell me. I would rather not. I was willing to let the entire episode be forgotten, and you would have been well advised to do the same. Elwood, what are you trying to say? As you know, Paul, I always try to avoid an unpleasantness. I was willing to let it go. Take my loss quietly and forget the entire affair. Your loss? You saying that Miss Pruitt took something? Yes. Miss Pruitt stole something. It's a lie. It is true. Miss Pruitt is a thief. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.